This is the CBIT Daily Text. I would like to welcome me to the elder class. 1 Peter 5, 1-5. To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to the elders. Consider this. To the elders among you, much has been made over the centuries of the biblical meaning of this term, elder, and how the church should interpret it. It mostly comes down to the leadership structure of the community and the designation of a particular role or position within the community. Some churches designate their elders as their ordained leaders. Others make the elders a type of board of governance and leadership. Whatever the case, Peter is clearly referencing some kind of leadership structure in the community noting an official kind of entrustment of a group of people into the care of another person. I would like to address the issue of elders with less specific ecclesial application and a more broad conceptual understanding. Interestingly and ironically, in all the wrangling over who can be an elder and who cannot, one of the most obvious and important features of the term may have been left behind. Elder actually does mean elder. It means older. Peter, who identifies himself as a fellow elder, was probably around 60 at the time of this letter. And in case you missed the memo, I recently turned 55. I received a few happy birthdays, but no induction into elderhood. So today, I am officially welcoming myself into the elder class. In celebration of my entry into elderhood, I'm addressing any and everyone 55 and older in the body of Christ. Some of you are wondering where I got the number. I just decided it. So here's to you, members of the elder class of saints in the church Jesus is building, men and women. I address you, like Peter, as fellow elders. I recognize I am a mere freshman member of our class of elders. To us all, I say it is time for us to stop lamenting the present state of affairs and step fully into the calling Jesus has for us. The calling is not to take ownership, but to humbly claim responsibility. 
There is a role and responsibility only we can and must play in this church. This role and responsibility does not begin with our local church. This is not primarily about getting more involved, but becoming more consecrated. It begins with Jesus himself. He is our first and highest calling. This is about offering as a gift the rest of our earthly lives to Jesus Messiah and the church he is building. Local churches are very confused about old people. They think we want to fold bulletins, go on museum tours, and attend seminars on aging at the church. And I almost forgot, write checks. And it's time to stop grouping us into triaged ghettos of the progressively aging. The world trends toward gathering and grouping people according to their inabilities, disabilities, and incapacities. Because the kingdom of heaven is ontologically distinct from the world, the church Jesus is building must be categorically different. Everywhere you find the church Jesus is building, it will reveal a DNA of intergenerationality, unearthing a culture of spiritual parenting and grandparenting. We must show retirement the door. Sure, you can quit your job and even move into a retirement village, but you can't retire in the church Jesus is building. He's looking to promote you, not to becoming a busier volunteer, but to live from a shepherd anointing. After 60 or 70 years, you have a flock. It may not feel like a flock, but it is. You must learn to shepherd this flock with ever-increasing wisdom, love, and encouragement to wake up to the real life. And if you don't have a flock, Jesus stands ready to entrust you with one. And as we get admitted into the senior class of the elder years, we're being called to a demonstration of 2 Corinthians 4.16, which says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Old is good. Older is even better. Jesus has not reversed aging. He did it one better. He reversed death. And because Jesus has reversed death, it constitutionally changes the entire concept of aging. As elders, it is time to step into a whole new relationship with death and dying. We have the opportunity to lead the culture in what it looks like to die well, to go out not with a whimper, but in a blaze of glory, 
leaving a legacy of life and love. In this way, our passing will become awakening for so many of our peers who don't yet know God, not to mention our children and their children and their children. Come on, elders of the kingdom. You may try to dismiss me as an idealistic freshman member of the elder class. Just know I won't stop. I'm coming for you. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. It's your turn. The prayer. Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Thank you for the elders among us, the ones who go before, blazing the trail of sainthood. Lead us into a culture of deep honor and blessing, where the young revere the elders, and the elders serve the young. Break us out of our silos of sameness and into the rich gift of the intergenerational kingdom of God. Holy Spirit, spark calling in the elders among us. Remind us that nothing is wasted. No time has been lost on your clock. You will accomplish your will. Bring us into it more fully. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, are you an elder? Does this encourage you or not? Are you ready for new vision? Are you a younger person now? How do you view becoming an elder? Will you prepare for it? For the awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. <laughs>